Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new Alice Kennedy, keep on my son. Brat, 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 coming down for ya. Damn it. Mind you, I can even walk I'm not a really normal person. I'm a piano. Follow me. Follow me. Okay. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another 42 Level 1. I am one of your hosts, Alistair Kennedy. This is the 9th of February 2021. Here with me, as always, the Twilight Princess of the YouTubes himself. Mr. on the Arc, here as always. Yes, and we're back. This is our weekly podcast that we do. Same as the old one, but different. The King is Dead, Long Live King, and all that sort of stuff. This is our show. You know, there's one that, what's that saying? The King is Dead, Long Live the King. What's that from? I mean, it's from ancient history. <laughs> like, yeah, but what does it mean? What does it mean? Like, the king's like, dead. Long live the king. Is it somebody sucking up to the new king? Basically, the king is dead. Long live the king. Very much, yeah. Because the king, the king is like a title. So the like oh, that yeah. king died, and then now it's a new king. Like, the king is dead. Long live the king. Yeah, but yeah, it's, a, it's an ancient history thing. Like, I don't. I think some bard probably made it up like hundreds of years ago. <laughs> Toss a coin to your witcher. <laughs> Can't wait for that to come back, man. Like, it seems like every month we get a new Witcher announcement, like, relating a Netflix style show, like, animes, prequels, like, side stories, movies, and it's like, yeah, but we're season two. <laughs> like, come on. And I know COVID held that up a lot, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, they definitely did. They did so continue recording through that because they had their own COVID test sites. I'm but... sure they had to shut it down twice for COVID. Oh, they did, yeah. on set. But they've, uh, they've gone quiet on the Witcher, like, yeah. in the lead up to Cyberpunk, and then they've stopped talking about it. Like in Cyberpunk as well, really, because they're like they don't want the optics because Cyberpunk's like bad, yeah. bad optics, and right they now. don't want the Witcher relating to things. So yeah, they, yeah. The Cyberpunk's starting to die down now, I would say. Like it's yeah. not fully died down, but give it another month, and they could probably say the Witcher's out in the winter. That would be fine. yeah. I mean, like Cyberpunk right now, Cyberpunk's dead. Right, it'll flare back up once uh, once they put out the next gen patch and DLC as well, and DLC and stuff. But the, the next gen patch like is a while away yet. Like so. They said third third quarter of the year oh, or something. Quarter, which is ridiculous. It's way too late. It needs to, it needs to, like the, that patch needed to have come out like first quarter, like for that game. Yeah. To and like if third quarter, nobody gives a fuck by the third quarter because you have hundreds of games out by then, I mean, like high quality stuff that people have forgotten about Cyberpunk and they'll not go back to. It. I mean that game as well. Like had um, uh, the local game store down uh, 
Now, the high street has had cyberpunk in the wind. Well, they don't. I don't know if they have it. All last year through lockdown, they had cyberpunk in the window, yeah. like for the whole year, because all the delays, and they never changed their front window point sale. <laughs> so, like that game had some hell of a advertising run. Like the PR was yeah immense. I mean, but I still, I still like when I'm driving about town, like I still see buses with cyberpunk adverts on them with the really state and all that on it. Because you know the buses in Scotland, <laughs> they don't change those adverts oh, for nothing. Like no, no. See, they don't now. Like. Because of because of COVID stuff, like uh, it was a long time, like before the cyberpunk adverts went on, it there was a long time where it was like it was it was a quiet place too or something like that. It was adverts for on the buses. Yeah, and it's delayed as well. Like and it, like it's it's, it never even came out. Yeah, like yeah. they're the the Fast and Furious Nine, I think it is, like to be coming to cinemas in May, and like I'm like. No one cares. Just do what Warner Brothers are doing. Warner Brothers have said if it can go to cinema, it will go to cinema. All the movies for this year, just to save the well, it won't it delay it stop. It's going to HBO Max like mm-hmm. day on day. And if it can go to the cinema, great. And Disney's took the same thing as well. They how are charging you. How does that film, work? You know? How does that work in the UK though? Because we obviously don't. Have well, it. we don't have it. No, because and do you know why? It's because of the deals with Sky at the moment. Yeah. So. Basically, Wonder Woman's technically not out here yet, the 1984 one. It yeah. came like, no, sorry, I'll tell a lie. About a week or two after the release on HBO Max, uh, it came to rent on like Google Play and uh, iTunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could rent it, but um, you can't buy it yet. So I'm fine with renting it if I, if I need to, but I, see when the rental of, of watching it once is like 20 quid. I'm, I, sometimes I'm like, if I wait to buy it, it's only going to be 15. So why would I rent it for that just now? Um, but yeah, like Space Jam 2 and all these things, these are all going to like HBO Max. And it's a shame I would subscribe to HBO Max. It seems like it's got some kick-ass stuff there, like the, yeah. the Justice League, um, the, the new Zack Snyder cut of it. Um, you've also got Wonder Woman. You're getting a load of DC stuff on it now as well. And then like you've got your other films like Space Jam 2 and uh, The Matrix 4 and stuff. Like I keep forgetting The Matrix 4 is out this year. That's nuts that that film's like ready. That there's a fourth Matrix film, like, Andy, and somewhere someone's seen it. Like, yeah, I mean, they haven't even put a trailer out for that yet, have they? No, which is mad. Like, because that, but then again, maybe they're trying to keep the secrecy. Because do you remember the marketing for the very first one? And the trailer told you, fuck all. This was like these days, the trailer show you the beginning of the movie, the middle, and the ending. You see the whole film in three minutes well, and see, like, back then, not always, but you know what I mean. But see, now you get back then, it was just like a weird trailer with what is the Matrix. And it left you wondering, like, bring back that sort of trailer advertising. Like, radio silence isn't the way to treat it either. No, no, definitely not. Because yeah, we've had fuck all apart from Lawrence Fishburne isn't in it, but Carrie Fisher and Keanu Reeves are. But it must be done. Like that film is due out this. It's coming out this year, so it must be editing it yeah. or f- I think th- filming reshoots at the release. There's it. probably a bunch of like films and shit like in the can waiting to go once the cinemas like reopening stuff. But- no, 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 no. But what? Like I said, Warner's Warner just came out and said like whether the cinemas open or not because they don't want to bounce back and forwards because lockdowns are going to come and go as you know. So yeah. Warner Brothers just went. Nah, these are the dates that they're coming out, and if it can manage to the cinema as well, then great. They know there's an audience that will never go to the cinema anyway. Like they've yeah. moved with the times and. There's an audience that will go to the cinema. Don't get me wrong, the cinema's a great experience for films like Jurassic World, Jurassic Park, that sort of thing. Like, cinema's great for it, Star Wars. But see, when it comes to, like, Marvel, all the Marvel films are great at cinema, but then there's, there's some films, like, um, that I don't mind, like, watching in the house, you know, and I'm, I'm okay with not getting to the cinema. So, like, I'll I'll pay for it. If, if they give me an option to pay for it, then I'll pay for it. But I'm not going to be waiting six months to watch it when there are other ways to see these things. 
that's the way I see it. So anyway, let's get on with the show. This is a weekly podcast, as you know. We are live here 9 p.m. Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, we do content Monday to Friday. Monday, you've got Andy with Bloodborne. Uh, Tuesdays, you've got us right here, right now. Wednesdays, you've got Gears of Wednesday with myself and Andy playing through Gears of War 3. Hopefully, this week's episode, we will be finishing off Gears of War 3. Um, Thursdays, you've got Medium Rare Thursdays with myself. Currently playing through the best game in the world, the Medium. And then on Fridays, you have 42 News, where we give you a weekly news roundup all in one tasty episode. But yes, for tonight, this is just, what have you been playing, Andy? Um, so uh, I'll cover what I've played from the, the streams, first of all. Um, Don't sound too excited. Uh, you do you know what you sound like just now? Marvin, the paranoid android, and um, <laughs> Hitchhiker's Guide. Oh, you know, it like, <laughs> like, <I> doesn't <laughs> a bad day. Somebody give him a text. I didn't, I, I didn't have that bad a day, right? But like, um, I think this week. Well, like, you got, so, and in fact, you know, I'll start off with Assassin's Creed, right? Because like, I got really into Assassin's Creed Valhalla this week. Um, you did. Because now that I've finished Yakuza, that that's like the big RP, long RPG game out the way. I can now like dive back into another one, which is always my intention. A slightly shorter RPG game, like, that's the long one out the way, Andy? You're oh, no, I mean, it's not, it's not, definitely not, but, like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to try and tackle two, like, big, long games at the yeah. same time, so, like, I finished off Yakuza, um, which, obviously, I loved, and we waxed lyrical over that so many times already, mm-hmm. um, and then I moved on to Valhalla, and, like, I wasn't enjoying Valhalla very much, like, the, the setting was really like we spoke about this kind of over over text, but like the setting of the game is fantastic, like the kind of almost medieval England sort of way, like really cool. Um, with the Vikings and that sprinkled down in the Norse mythology and stuff, really cool, loved it. Um, but like the characters are just like they're so bland and shit that I have no interest in them. I don't give a fuck like about them trying to take over England and like the story as well, like the modern day story. Like I'm into that. Like give me more of that. But I'm now like. 27 hours into the game and I've never been back outside the animus through being pushed there by the story. Like, I've gone back out a few times because you can go back out the animus pretty much at any time, but there's nothing happening in the modern world. Like, no time has passed. The guys are just like, hey, go back in the animus. <laughs> and I'm like, right, okay. Um, even even when I discover something, that I'm like, oh, this ties into like the, the sort of more modern stuff, like the find out a bit, some more about the ESO and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, maybe they've got something to say about this. Nope, they've got fuck all to say about anything. They, I've I already explored every dialogue option in the, like, the first time when I was in the, the modern day, because I thought that was really cool, and they had all the mm. diaries and emails and shit. And there's the nothing, weird sky. Yeah, the weird sky and stuff, and there's nothing new, nothing's happened since I've been away in the anime. So I assume that only, like, 30 seconds has passed for them when it's been 30 hours in, in like, <laughs> the animus for me. There are many days and weeks because she's been to sleep a good number of times. But um, I did finally like find some story elements in the the Viking story that I enjoyed, um, because there was there was one quest where I had to um, basically basically you have to go and take over different parts of England and get them away from like the English Saxon rule and put them under like Viking rule, and that's like the whole concept of the game so far. Like in the the Viking setting, is go to England, take over England. That's it. Um, so you need to like stake your claim to like I'm gonna to go to this place. So you, you need to travel to that place, then you'll bump into somebody that's like, I'm a king, or like I'm a king to be, like a thane or something. And you're like, okay, well, and you'll kind of latch onto them and find out more about their story and why they're struggling to become the king of that region, and then you need to band together with them, help them defeat the bad guy in the area, 
kill them off and then they take over and they're then in charge of that area and they're kind of like they're not quite a puppet but like they are like in an alliance with you it's a puppet it's a puppet but um but there was one but that i really liked where it was like a, a thane and he was he was uh sort of he had an arranged marriage sort of thing with this like viking woman but she didn't really like him very much because he because he she thought he was a bit kind of weedy because he never fought he never fought any big battles or anything so she was like ah oh, don't don't care about him he doesn't he's not a warrior because he's not like a big tanker and that he's a kind of like just a regular looking thane dude like a nobleman um but he had like a good attitude and like he was like a nice guy and stuff and i'm like oh i like this guy he's he's cool um but he didn't know how to like uh put himself across properly and he didn't know how to fight very well so like i had to teach him how to like uh do you know do the flighting in the game the rapping or battle. battle rap yeah yeah so the, i had to do that with him and i had to like i had to fight him as well and i had to and i don't know if the, what the option was but like you had to do a fight with him right and i'll like he's fighting against me and he's taking fuck all health off and i'm like i'm just gonna let him beat me <laughs> like so like i let him beat me and like normally when you lose a fight you die but in this one he beat me and he and i was like oh like you you beat me well done sort of thing um so that gave him confidence and it like it led him to like go into fights then and we went on a, several quests with him um, and eventually it ended up we went and like fought against like the the bad guy of the area and he he captured the the thane guy um he captured the thane and we ended up freeing him. I had to fight the guy, beat him, fine, and then ended up like with a confrontation between uh, the the bad guy and and the thane, and they had they had a fight between themselves, and they're like, right, we're gonna we're gonna fight, and if you if the thane wins, then like the bad guy fucks off basically. Um, so they had a fight, and the 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 bad guy was winning, like, but the the Thane showed some good bravery and stuff, so he ended up like they both tumbled over a cliff and fell away and then disappeared. And then we had to go and do another fight. Um and then they reappeared. So it was kinda it was kinda weird because they uh they they did some interesting things there because the <clears throat> bad guy was the ex boyfriend of the woman that's betrothed to the, the Thane. So there's that kind of extra dynamic and obviously the woman not liking this guy because he didn't fight anyone but by the end of the storyline she's like oh like i love him because he's like fighting for what he believes in and like standing up to like this bad guy who's a dick and like because he's her ex and stuff as well and he he was a dickhead to her apparently like when they were together um i'm like yeah like i'm fucking behind this story like i really enjoyed it um and it ends up like he's he's not dead he's fine comes back they get married you have to go to their wedding and stuff and like you get drunk at their wedding you have to do archery drunk which was very funny um but yeah i really enjoyed it and like i, I think that because of the way the choices work in, in the game like i think there's other options where like different things would have happened in there where like maybe you wouldn't have because of the way that i interacted with him he maybe wouldn't have stood up to this guy if i'd had different conversation choices with him like earlier in the game i don't know um but yeah like i really liked that whole like that whole arc and that was maybe like six seven hours worth of like gameplay and story which I had a great time with and um now i've kind of moved on i've gone to london um, and i'm i'm meeting a couple of guys in in london that because the the sort of guy who would be the the king there is or who would have been pushed to be the king there for 
from like the assassin perspective, he's been he's had his head chopped off. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like can't do much kinging without a head. Basically, <laughs> investigating to find out who who killed him and and that whole thing. But that's all tied into the like you know how there's the order. So it's all yes. tied into the order, which is the Templars. So I, I like that. Um, like what I'm not enjoying too much about the game is that it's so long. Like. So although yeah, I really enjoyed that whole like seven, six, seven hours. You like, did play it, Odyssey, didn't you? Yeah. I did play Odyssey, yeah, and it was very long. But I feel what like was that I'm, fifty hours of nothing. I mean, like I did. It was like easy eighty hours that I've been that game, if not more. Um, but like I feel like I'm going into another like six, seven hour long arc now, and like every time I'm going to like a new area, I think it's going to be that like probably six, seven hours of an arc. Um, with doing the extra bits of exploring, like going and sinking some of the viewpoints and like the, the odd side quests and bits and pieces and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, the the one thing that I'm not liking about it is the combat. Like it, the combat doesn't feel as good to me as the as in Odyssey, which is weird because it's very similar. But I don't know what it is about about this game. It doesn't feel as good, um, and maybe it's just the abilities that I've not unlocked yet. That I've not unlocked the cool abilities. <laughs> And just and and the way the abilities stack up as well. Like you, you, you remember playing Odyssey, obviously, and you've got the cool abilities. Like I was, I was spammed the same one over and over and over again. Hero Strike, which was yeah. like she had, I always had her with a sword, and she sweeped the guy's legs out, stabbed him in the chest, and like I used that in every single fight basically. And I don't have an equivalent in this game yet. Um, I have a Wolf Strike that I really like. So like basically, I'll call a wolf, and the wolf comes and it attacks the guy, knocks him on the ground, and then I have to stomp him. By pressing R three, and like I mentioned this to you as well, like R three is the most overused button in this game. Yeah, you said, yeah. ridiculous. So like you're you're like R three to lock on, hold R three to sense, R three to uh, to sabotage stuff, R three to plant booby traps on bodies, and R three to what was the other one? Um, I don't know, but like the, the, the like that's too many uses for R three. R three should have one use and one use only. That's it, because it's not a fucking proper button. It's like it's an awkward button to press, and like it's because it's contextual. Like, so if you're not in the right region to do like the say like a place a baby trap on a guy, then you're either gonna like hold down and do sense, which is not an issue, or like you're gonna click R three and lock onto somebody, which switches your camera view around, puts you somewhere where you don't necessarily want to be moving towards. Like, quite annoying. Um, but yeah, like o- overall, the game is is good so far. And like let's say twenty seven hours in, just got to London, um, and I, I just I want to go back out of the assassin world, and not to the the other world. The, the, the spoilers, there is another world that you go to, but I'm not tell you where it is because I know you're going to play this game anyway. Yeah, I've been, I've, I've done, I've done that, I've done that part where you like a spirit. It's, a, it's um, what's it called? Yeah, you get. I done that really early on, and you had it was like the Rainbow Bridge, you know that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Go to Asgard. I, that, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, I knew you went there. Well, it reminded sure. me a lot of uh, Connor's like vision quests in Assassin's Creed Three in a way. I, I didn't like. That they put I didn't there, enjoy like, this. I was like, I don't care about this. It felt very, very out of place because like you're playing as Ivor's character, but they give her a different name in in that section, and I'm like, I can't remember what it is like Haxi or whatever it is, but like. I'm like, why does it look like Ivor? Like, why can't I just, if you're making me be a different character, like, change the look? Maybe, of it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've got the exact same fucking clothes on as, like, I have in the, the main world. If you want me to, like, have a vision, like, fair enough, Ivor's, like, in that, in, like, in that world, but 
give me something different to look at rather than like I'm just playing as Ivor like in a different bit. Yeah. She doesn't she doesn't quite fit in like Ivor's battling next to Thor. Like what's that all about? <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> um but yes, yeah, so I, I didn't like that. And and I I'd thought it was gonna give me visions that were gonna be like easy visions and stuff that were gonna like further the modern plotline. <laughs> Not the Norse stuff. Here's, that. Here's I already a, know the Norse story. Like, it's very here, obvious. Here's a bit for you. Here's a bit for you. So, oh, I can't remember the name. Gods and Monsters, what's it called? The game that I'm, I played. Immortals. Immortal Phoenix Rising, right? You know how the last one is Greek mythology and it's all the Greek gods? Yeah. I bet you they do a sequel and it's the Norse gods and they use the basis of this game. Any money? Possibly, yeah. I mean, it depends how well Immortals sold. To be to be fair, about I think it. it's, I think it sold okay, but I mean, the sequels they use the engine and they just put a different skin on it. Do you know what I mean? So it's technically like, but yeah, it's it's kind of the other thing that's bugging me about the game is the Raven. The Raven is garbage. Like, because I I loved the Eagle in Odyssey, and it was pretty much the same. And and uh, uh, sorry, I loved the Eagle in Origins even, um, and it, yeah, it was pretty much the same in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Like that was fine. Um, but like in this one, the eagle like it flies up and it doesn't feel as if it controls as tightly as the in the previous games. And when you when you look at things like it doesn't highlight them anymore. Like so you used to be able to like look at an enemy for a second that it would it would uh, it would show them up on your map. That doesn't happen anymore. So like it because it used to work basically like a drone. Like I used to use it exactly as a drone. I was going into a situation. I'd chuck the eagle up, let him fly around. Oh, look, right, there's a bunch of enemies there, tag them all, right, I know where they all are, and then go try and stealth my way around. And then once it eventually, it's like somebody spotted me, then I would fight them all. But I would usually manage to get a bunch of guys killed from stealth. In this game, like the only way you can do it is through sensing, using R3 again. <laughs> like, it's just like, we really, really want you to use that R3 button. Like, really much. Like, that's the fucking button you have to use, mate. Um, but yeah, that's that, the name of, if you do a channel, is like R3 to everything. I've never had to press R3 so many times in a game ever. Like, usually it's, like, obviously R3 is usually... It's crouch. R3 is crouch. crouch. Or it's like a melee attack or something. And even yeah. then, like, don't really need it on R three because you've got so many buttons on a controller these days. Crouch, crouch works fine. Like see, L three sprint, R 3s crouch. That's fine. Yeah, like this but, context, this contextual nonsense of uh, like finishing moves R3. is another one you forgot. Oh, Valhalla, yeah, in Valhalla, yeah. stop. Yeah, yeah, to stomp, you press R three. Like what the fuck is that all about? Like we love, we love this button, guys. Just Ubisoft guys love R three. Just ridiculous, man. Like I don't understand. They're, they're like I think they they like went right. We want like we want the attacks on R one and and R two. Right, fair enough. We want the bow on L two and L one. I can't remember what L one does, but it does something else. L1 would be the button to use the contextual button because it's out of the way. You don't press it by accident. Oh, since in the other Assassin's Creed game, like even before Origins, they had the control scheme pretty okay. Like, just keep it. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, and, and even in the Origins Odyssey, like I don't think I ever noticed them having any kind of issue with the controls they whatsoever. Didn't, they like, didn't, and totally they didn't use R3 for really everything. Done. No, absolutely not. So maybe there was one of Because they still use Triangle for... Um, triangle and square were for some in-game event things. Yeah, but, but yeah, very strange because like I, I did, I come across a situation where like I was in the middle of a fight, but I also had to, uh, I also had to uh, booby trap some like uh, trebuchet, not trebuchets, um, like giant fucking crossbow things. I don't know what they're called, but basically a giant crossbow. Um, and I, I was in a, I was in a fight with like three or four guys around me, and there's like a guy dead on the floor. 
So I had the option to like booby trap his body. I was right next to this thing that was uh, like that I could set booby trap or oh, set a trap on his body. Um, uh, I could uh, tamper with the, uh, the the big crossbow thing. Um, obviously, my R three still does my lock on as well. So like depending on like exactly where I was positioned within like a couple of pixels, maybe I would go from like try to sabotage this thing to then try to set a booby trap to then locking onto this guy in front of me. <laughs> like I'm like, yeah. and then, like the, I would fight the guy, he would knock down, and then it's like stomp. And I'm like, there's like five fucking uses for this one button in this tiny like area. Like no, 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 this is very bad. Never do this again. R three is not a fucking button. <laughs> Like, uh, well, it's it's okay. Like I said, like crouch works really well. I think like after you crouch, yeah, that's fine. Because but, because generally, like when you're pressing crouch, you're not in like any kind of hectic situation. You're like stealthing around, or you're going under like a beam or like that sort of stuff. And like that's not the case. Like and the uses for R three in this game whatsoever. It's always well, not always, but like a lot of time, it's when you're. In the middle of doing something else, like yeah, so fuck that. It's just that's nonsense. But obviously, I'm gonna I'm gonna play through this game, see it, see it through, and then I actually can't wait to finish this game so that I can go back and play Assassin's Creed One and, and finish that game through. Which you guaranteed us, me and all the listeners, would be an HD addition to this game. That's what you said. What, what do you mean? You said that you know how we get Assassin's Creed Three with the last one and oh, like, with the season pass. You yeah. assured me that you. Well, I was wrong so far. Just you are wrong. But I told you because see if they're going to do one, it will be a remake. It will be a full remake. Yeah. To, to be fair, from like from what I played like the first hour or so of it, like it doesn't need an HD remake because like if you put a three sixty copy, nice. if you put a fucking three sixty copy of this in a Series X, like it looks like a early mm. Xbox One game. Like yeah, totally. it does. And this is this is a like one year into the Xbox three sixty life game. This is like an early three sixty game. It, it holds up really well. I think at the time it must have really been pushing the Xbox three sixty really hard and the PS three as well, obviously. So because I remember playing on PS three and like being blown away. It was the first game I played in HD, and it was like, yeah. Holy fuck, yeah, it was nuts. And yeah, I'm got it. I never finished it back in the day, but like it's the only mainline Assassin's Creed game that I haven't finished. So I, apart from Valhalla, that I'm sure, walking I, my way through. So I really, I really liked it. Like at the it time, did. I would never go back and play it. Like the only achievements I didn't get was collecting all the feathers because like your open world and that is literally just fields mm. of nothing. Um, so like you have to find them in that, and I didn't want to do that part of it. But I really enjoyed that, actually putting together your assassination and like taking out the guy and like planning ways of doing it and okay it wasn't that in depth as I've just made it sound but it was more in depth than there's a guy going kill him like as it went on so yeah they they do do some like some actual cool things with assassinations in this game and like I'm not an assassin as of yet in the game however like obviously you meet the assassins like right at the beginning of the story and so you're going to clearly get a hidden blade at some point but the, the way that Ivor acts towards the assassin guy... You haven't, like, got, you haven't got a hidden blade yet. I don't, do I have a hidden blade? He gives you it and he puts it on the outside and goes, why would you hide this from your enemies? It's what you can stab them through the head with. Yeah, I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever used it. Maybe I can muck around with it. Yeah, you, you can assassinate with it, so... Like, he, he gives him it in a cutscene and Ivor slaps it there and the, the two guys... Yeah, it's so long ago that like I've forgotten about it. Yeah, the, two, the two guys, I think it's when you're still in your place and your pals just brought them back from wherever yeah. they were, and they said this is a gift for you. And it, they say, oh no, it goes on this way. And he goes, why would I hide this from my enemies? And he just stabs folk in the head by punching, which is cool. 
Yeah. See, like I'm playing as the woman, so you're like he, and I'm like, who the fuck's he talking about? And I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. Cyborg, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, I'm, I'm want, I want to progress the story because it's basically those two guys kind of split up. One of them goes into your camp, and then the other one goes out, out and about yeah. the world. With the Remember, yeah. I've put a good maybe. Yeah. I was I wasn't sure how far you got through. You got a lot further through than I thought actually. Um but yeah, so like yeah, you yeah. gave up on it before I did. I stuck with it for a good few nights. Yeah, I mean I didn't give up on it, I just put it aside to go to Yakuza and, and yeah. get that out of the way. And we're not getting out of the way because I was really enjoying it at the time. Um but like with Hytham, uh, who's the, the guy that's away out with Sigurd. Hatham, I keep reading it as Hatham. He was in a like, no, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I want I, I like Hytham and I want to progress the story with him and I want to know more about like him because he seems to be the, the more like the master assassin and he knows the shit he knows what's going on yeah the and, other like, guy's the apprentice and the other guy's the apprentice and he's just the guy that's at the at the base who I go and speak to him he's like you don't have any you don't have any like uh, was it tokens for me so fuck off <laughs> like, okay. yeah I hate that he's like go and find the Templar manuscripts yeah or I've got nothing to tell you, and I'm like, you told me plenty just a minute ago. What if I start telling folk about your <laughs> know. you? Know? But, but like, but uh, Ivor in the game, like canonically, from all the options that I've had dialogue wise, call her Ivy because she, she doesn't she doesn't like uh, Hytham at all. She fucking hates him, and she's like Why? not. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, I think it's because like he's quite spiritual and he's like into this whole belief like in the gods and like um about like people being like reincarnated and stuff like that and she's like i don't believe in that i don't which is feels to me like a complete nonsense because of the visions that she has like going to fucking asgard and shit i'm like they do have an argument when you you learn the leap of faith like they do have a discussion about the gods and stuff then but like she she's gone like totally against him which is really strange um because she's like, oh, you're just filling Sigurd's head with all this nonsense and stuff. And I'm like, I, like, I like this guy. Fucking don't you go against him because he's the assassin. I want to like, I want to suck up to him so I get the assassin's story from this game. <laughs> like, I don't care about the Vikings. I care about the assassins. Um, but yeah, like, that's just a kind of slight bugbear with it. But, but yeah, like, overall, it's still good. But like, there's just those like little things that stop it from being a great game, which is quite annoying. Because um, it could be. It could be like a fucking amazing game and it's not quite there because of those few things. Just seems like really weird oversights in the game, really weird things that they had right before that they've went. Oh, let's do this, and nobody See, went. Eh, eh, no, no, don't do that, mate. Like that's fucking. That's a terrible idea. For me, I think um, Black Flag's still my all-time favorite, and um, because even though it was a smaller area, it felt more dense and well thought through. Like, okay, there wasn't a lot of assassin story, but the pirate story was constantly engaging. You know that way, and when it did interweave with the assassins, it made sense and it flowed. Whereas this, it seems as if you have to go off the beaten path and do side quests to get the story you want. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And it's like uh, it's Assassin's Creed, but and I know you've became history simulator over the years, but I really want to play the, the first word in the title of your game. Yeah. Like you know, um, so they. They have, in fairness, they have brought back assassination. So, like, I think oh. with, I think with every boss, there is an option to be able to assassinate them in some way, shape, or form. And mm -hmm. sometimes you might have to do other bits and pieces first before you can assassinate them. Like, yeah, like, like if it's a big guy, yeah, we yeah. cannot by poison and things. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, or like uh, taking out like uh, and stuff. caravans of, of people and stuff like that outside before you go to the like the big fight. But taking um, away influence, yeah, I've seen yeah. That. But like I, I have, uh, and that that seems to like make their health bar smaller sometimes. But but like I, I don't I don't know because I've only seen it one way from having done it or having not done it. I haven't seen it both ways. But um, the, when you do get to a point though where you're like it's, it, it works really well. We're in like a big battle. Going storming a castle feels very kind of like Lord of the Rings, what the the two towers. Um, yeah. Obviously, you were defending in, in that particular battle against the orcs coming to attack you, but like it kind of feels like you're on the opposite side of that, where you're playing as like not you're the good guy, the quote unquote good guys in this game, but like you're attacking the castle, so you're like getting the battering ram, smashing it down, like going. Hey, you're the beta. Make exactly yeah, you're making the drawbridge fall down, and then you're having to fight through a bunch of guards. I mean, it's all just like. The, the, all the other fights, apart from the boss fight, are all kind of arbitrary. You don't really have to do them, but they feel more. No, you can fun. run past a lot of them. You can run past a lot of them, yeah. But they feel more fun than the way it works in uh, worked in Odyssey, where it was just like a big field of people, and it's like, well, you, after you killed five guys, yeah. like a boss will show up. I think I spoke about yeah, that's exactly what it was. And sometimes you'd be fighting, and then like you'd have to kill X amount of guys before it went ping. Here's your target coming out of the like the the scenery, and um, and this people, yeah. yeah. And this one, it feels like fluid. So I think I spoke, excuse me, when I was playing this about how it feels like your guys are actually doing damage and killing off characters instead of the last one where it's just like uh, they're stuck in an animation loop with other character unless you interfere. Do you know what I mean? Whereas neither of them are going to die. Whereas in this, you see your guys get knocked down and you get the option to help them up or you can stab the guy they're fighting and then they'll move on to the next one. So it's as if they're actively participating in the battle rather than in games before up till now where it felt like you're the one that's fighting the entire battle yourself and the other guys yeah. are just scenery to make it give you the illusion of a battle. In, in fairness, the because of the way the game works, they do the AI characters do very, very, very little damage to each other. So like they'll do damage to you if you fight like against a guard or something. But like if they're fighting against like a normal guy, like they could fight for ten minutes. Like they'll still manage to kill them though. In old games, <laughs> but in the old games, there they wouldn't. They would just go like clash yeah. of swords, clash of swords. Yeah. Unless there was a contextual like this man is dying now, so that you can see him die, like that. Yeah, they were effectively scenery in the old games, yeah. you know, like just yeah. Dressing. Once you get once you get through to like the, the various levels and get the get to the like the, the boss part of it, like there's usually an option to like get up above them and then jump down on them, assassinate them, and and if you're like high enough power, then you just press R one, assassinates them, they're dead, and it puts you to like the assassination type cutscene, which. Like is back to like the first game. Remember the Requiem God Impache stuff. And well, that was Requiem Impache. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was like too. Yeah, but like it reminds me of that. But it, like Ivor doesn't say that. Like Odin pops up usually, and like she says something to them, and then pulls a knife out of them. And, what and, about Connor? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah no. But but like if you're Who's not, high enough, you didn't skin a sheep. If you yeah, if you're not high enough power to kill them outright, then it does like it gives you the, a stealth attack instead. So like you jump down, stab them, which I uh, should, which actually yeah would be with a hidden blade. Um, but when you're going down, it like sort of slows time, and it gives you that option to do like to assassinate, and it has like a quick time event where like there's little things that move in. If you press the button at the right time, then it kills them. So like even a high high powered enemy, like you can kill them in one hit, which is cool, because yeah. you wouldn't expect that if like. If you're attacking somebody, they don't know you're coming. If you like fucking just stab them in the eye with your your hidden blades, like they're fucked, they're dead. So it makes sense contextually. 
so yeah, but it's a good good game so far, um, but not great because of those small niggling issues. Um, the, the other stuff I played, like I didn't play for anyone near as long, so um, and most of it was like on streams and stuff. So I, I was just going to chip in on on the bits and pieces. I know we both played Destru Destruction All Stars, so we'll, I'll leave that to talk about when you talk about it. Um, I did play a bit of Bloodborne yesterday. I don't know if you yeah you did watch my stream. Um, yeah, I was talking to, and I managed to beat the Witches of Henwick like relatively easily, like without too much hassle. And I don't even think I needed to level up before, but like I went and leveled up a couple of times, like through the last week. Um, but like. I it took me three goes to get to the witches this time because yeah. I'd played so much Assassin's Creed this week that I was in Assassin's Creed control mode and like yep. the dodge button is like the dodge button in Assassin's Creed is on square I think it is and in this game it's on circle so like, I kept hitting square to dodge and I'm like fucking throwing bombs and shit at people like, and I'm, like <laughs> I don't need to throw bombs at these people and like and I'm getting hit because of it oh it was a fucking that's the biggest thing for me, and I always want, like, see if a game knows you haven't played it for a while, like, PS5 looks like it could do it with the cards, would you like a wee reintroduction to your controls? I would always go, yes, please, because I haven't played it in, like, a month and I forgot what button's what, and instead of, like, wasting a rocket that I was saving for the boss, like, to test my yeah. controls, could you please just tell me? Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's for me. But yeah, that's why I struggled to get to them, because, like, I'd I would have no I had no issue like running around the game and getting uh, leveling up and stuff like that, and um, when I'd played it a few days before, but because in the few days since that, like I'd sunk shitloads of time in Assassin's Creed, I was yeah. like, oh my god, I'm in, like in the, this fucking Assassin's Creed mode, and it took me like a good twenty minutes to like get out of that and like get back <laughs> in the Bloodborne mode. It was really yeah. weird. Um, but yeah, like I, I managed to beat the bosses on the on the, on the first goal, which I was really pleased about, and it was really fun to do. But the that boss was quite easy actually. Like in the grand scheme of things, there's two invisible witches, and you just have to run around until you find them and kill them. But I didn't realize there was two, and I played it last week. I thought there was only one. I took the health bar all the way down, and I was like, shit, like there's another one. It just appeared. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. And then it revived the first one, and then the, the monster things that they spam at you killed me. Um, but I did it tactically this week uh, when I played this week. So I went and I found one, attacked it till it got down to like, halfway and then went around trying to find the other one and managed to get them both down like kind of gradually so that by the time there was only one left it only had a tiny bit of health left and killed it easily yeah. uh, but i don't know where to go now like this is <laughs> one of the problems with this game like and you were asking me like in the chat like what is the story of this game i don't fucking know what the story is <laughs> no idea they don't give you anything when you beat a boss for the terms of story they're like you beat the boss there's a lantern yeah <laughs> like okay um so like i went through the door that was like behind them that was kind of locked off before and i'm like all that was in it was like some arbitrary thing that i can do something with but it didn't like i didn't open it up a new area or anything like that and i'm like shit i don't have a fucking clue where to go like the last boss i beat like it opened a new area like this area and now in, in this area there's nothing there's nowhere for me to go so i'm i'm lost roaming around like and I started just like towards the end of that stream I was playing last night. I was like, I I must need to go back because there's nothing else in this area, like that no other paths I can go on this land. There was no doors that I didn't open or anything. So, and I didn't get any keys after I beat the boss. So, like, I, it must be further back then that I need to go to go to like the next yeah, area. It must be like a backtrack like, to go down a different area. So, yeah, so like. I, I I need to in investigate more to see where I have to go. Because even like I, I did a cursory Google of it, like uh, after I finished that stream, and then, um, mm. and then I, I had another look again today. And, like I still haven't managed to immediately work out where to go next. 
there's no like i even looked up a guide and it's like right yeah you've beat the witches of henrik like where do i go now and it's like no no you've beat the witches of henrik like go down the go down that tunnel like get that thing off that guy and then move on to the the next part and like i clicked on the next part and it's like in the cathedral wall and it tells me like how to beat vicar amelia and shit and i'm like i've already done this <laughs> i'm like maybe i did it in the wrong order so but anyway i need to work out where to go next and then I'll, that'll be on the stream next week um because i don't I, like like i said before like i want to i'm happy to do the leveling up off the stream but like when i'm doing the stream is when i want to make uh, go for making scoring and bosses yeah yeah because that's more fun to watch like running around me just killing random fucking things like the spamming killing easy things to get souls or not souls uh, echoes like that's not really very interesting to watch and like it's not that fun to do and i just put a podcast on and and do it for an hour or so here and there but yeah, it's really really fucking good game i hope they patch it soon so it's 60 fps I, I know somebody hacked it to patch it they did this week but you need a hacked ps4 to do that like you can't do it on ps5 so um but yeah hopefully that that comes soon i would imagine sony will do that because like bloodborne's like it's a fucking solid game and they should 100 percent. well unless sony think they can sell it back to you again maybe but like i mean if i'm still playing the game by that point i'll buy the patch or the version if it's if I I if I what i would think is they're going to do like a game of the year edition while the dlc and one that's what they would do i mean they already did that though they did a game game of the year edition and not a ps5 version though. not a ps5 version so um but yeah they might do that but yeah so i did that and then after i after i did that like i was uh I, i've i've been in the in the mood since i finished the medium like I, i'd finished the medium by the last week i had um because I, I really enjoyed playing the medium, like I mentioned on the show last week, um, and I'd oh, been, I've been asking you about like uh, Resident Evil stuff because like yeah. it strikes me as having a similar kind of vibe to Resident Evil, like that kind of horror third person puzzles and stuff in, in the game. And I'm like, I'm, like, and everybody raves and raves and raves about Resident Evil, and I'm like, I've never played like Resident Evil, which is crazy. Really. Which is crazy, right? Because like the age I'm, you would think that I'd have played all of the Resident Evil games. Because even like Davis was like, surely you've played four, and you're like, nope. They they came out at, like at a time when, especially like the first one came out at a time when I was like super into PS One, and I was buying all the big PS One games that came out back then, like Final Fantasy Seven, like all that that sort of time period. And Resident Evil One had come out, and I remember renting it from Blockbuster. Me and my brother like rented it. And but I was like, yeah, this that's the new game you guys want to get. That, that's fine. Rent it for the weekend. And me and all you all went and played it. Take me eighteen. I mean, it was a fifteen, and like I don't mean about I don't know twelve was it? at the time. Was I'm sure it was an eighteen, and the director's cut was a fifteen. It was, but anyway, you you can find that out. I will find that. <laughs> I can't remember, but um, but anyway, like we 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 got it for this weekend and we played it and we didn't get very far with it at all because we were too scared because like the zombie the this first zombie you see was scary enough and then like trying to go back out of the house and seeing the, the dogs like that was terrifying and then when the dog jumps through the window like fuck that shit oh it's a 15 you're 100 right yeah. the director's cut must have been a 12 then yeah i think you may be right um i think that is there a point where there's like is it a lick a lick liquor or a lictor or something a lector. You're a non-lector. It's a liquor, yeah. It's a liquor, and does it like crawl on a roof or something at one point? Yeah, but I think that um, in the second one, um, possibly. So, like, that brings a vague memory to me, but there was a point where we got to and we're like, this is too scary, turned it off and then never put it back on, returned it, 
And then I think it was like the week later, because like obviously like when we were then went to school on the Monday and like all our pals were talking about like this Resident Evil, blah 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 blah. And we're like, oh like we like I played it and like didn't didn't like it because it was so scary. And they're like, no, it's so cool that like, you get like a rocket launcher and like all this sort of shit. And I'm like, all right, okay, um cool. And then the next weekend when it came to like we'd go to a blockbuster on a Friday usually and like rent a game. And we're like Right, we we want to rent Resident Evil, and my dad's like, "No, we're not renting that for you. You didn't like it. You thought it was too scary, blah blah blah." And we like insisted, "No, no, no. We we're gonna play it. We're gonna play it. We're gonna play it." And he's like, "Okay, that's fine." Um, so he rented it for us again, and we did the exact same thing again. We got to like basically the same point and went, "No, we don't like it. Too scary." Sorry, the liquors are only in Resi too. Okay, but whatever it was, there was something that was like it came out and it was too scary, and we couldn't do it. And and, and I think it's that. a dog jumping through the window. Yeah, but I mean that feels like it's really early. Although I've not got to it yet, in fairness, in, the, in this one. But, but anyway, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. But anyway, like uh, so, I did. Uh, I I started playing the uh, the remake version that's on PS4, PS4 on the PS5. Um, after I'd done the Bloodborne stream on Monday, and so like I like the vibe of the game. It's cool as fuck. Like really cool. The story's like it's it's an old story. You can tell it's like an old game, but it's fine. Like, and I know the kind of I mean, even the remake's nearly twenty year old. Yeah, exactly. Even the remake's nearly twenty. Yeah. Years. So and and that's fine. Like, it's there. You're in a haunted house. There's zombies. Like, stuff's happening. Um, go investigate it. Cool. Fine. Um, what I while so I like the the vibe of the game. I like the the graphics are actually pretty good for like even how old the remaster of the remake is because it's a few years old at this point as well and like it's nothing compared to resi 2 and 3 remakes like it looks not as like as good as them well, it's only the last two years so exactly so um but even like even early ps4 games like it doesn't look as i mean good this this version, came out, this version came out on the ps3 remember the remaster of the remake so it's a remaster of the remaster of the remake yeah. No, no. <laughs> no, no. Well, it's it's practically yeah, because they put it on PS4 because the, this was the PS3 version. Yeah, so the so it's the same game as the GameCube one from 2002, yeah, but they polished yeah. it for PS3 and then they polished yeah. it again for PS4. But it's the same game mechanically yeah. and everything. Yeah. So. But um, but anyway, like I, I have uh, I've been liking wandering around, like looking at all the stuff, doing the puzzles, like that. Cool. Reminds me of the medium a lot. Like, and obviously you can see that's where their kind of influences come from. Like the third person fixed camera angle on that. I like that. Um, it doesn't feel as fluid when you're moving from one eight, like uh, one camera to another, but I, I get the whole what they were going for, and like I, I get that that's been tightened up a lot over time. Um, I think the mediums cameras are, are way better than than this game, um, purely because of the way that it transitions into one place and another. Like I like that much more because the medium usually is like a moving camera, and this one is like. Oh my god! Like you're now facing a completely different direction, and uh, it's always that disconcerting way where you're pushing up to go upstairs, and you've got the camera behind the character, like like in a normal game, you're moving up the stairs, and then the camera angle switches and like it's facing down. You're like coming up the stairs, and you're still pushing up, but it's coming towards you now, which it's very disconcerting because you you feel like it, you should be moving a different way, and that always like throws me off. And like uh, yeah, I don't like that. But um, all that's fine when you're doing puzzling and shit like that. Totally fine because there's not all not generally a time constraint to puzzles and things. You're usually slow paced, like we'll figure out what's going on with the puzzle. But when you're 
when you come to fight a thing, like a zombie or what, well, I've only fought zombies so far, but a zombie or whatever. You, a dog. Well, you didn't really fight the dog. I didn't really fight the dog. The dog just murdered me. Um, because I wanted to open the door to see what happened in this one. And it's like, the dog just chewed your face. Okay. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, like so the, the controls where you're shooting in this game are fucking horrific. Like honestly, like you you push like the L was it L one to aim, and then she sort of takes a stance and like she's locked in place, and you can aim up down like this, like this, like this, like this, and you're on like this weird axis. Fucking horrible. Hate it. Like yeah. absolutely hate it. It's horrible. Um. So I'm it's, gonna... that's where the controls were. Like some folk love it because of the classic controls, but. Remake yeah. two, remake remake two, remake three, four, five, six, and then they don't use those controls. So this, unless you ever, unless you ever went, unless you ever went to play zero, this is the only game that you'll play that uses these controls. To be fair, at this point, the remake could use a remake like Resident Evil two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I say, I like the live, like like the vibe, like the graphics. Um, just it looks shooting, okay. It looks really nice. So, um, I I just think that I'm going to definitely struggle later in the game when it comes to the shooting stuff because I know there's going to be situations where I'm going to have to maybe fight two or three zombies at one time and like how the fuck am I going to do that because like I miss so many shots because it's very difficult to aim at the at the things and like I'm using up so much ammo and like the ammo is limited in the game anyway and I'm playing on easy and it feels like I'm playing on fucking hard. You're playing on very easy because you went very easy. Yeah. I played as Jill and chose like the lowest difficulty and um, if yeah. I was wondering, like even in the original game, Jill gets a gun from the get-go and she gets handed a lockpick. Chris, you've got a knife for quite a bit at the start of the game. Like, see your first zombie encounter with the whole... That's so, a knife you've got with Chris. <laughs> I, mean, I may I have got on better with the knife because you know, the, the knife doesn't require aiming. Like, the aiming is the does. problem. It does. It's not like he wildly does this with the knife. Like, it's, it's like still the same aim as the gun. So, like, And it does less like damage than the gun. Mm-hmm. But, but, but yeah, like I find it's kind of difficult to work to discover when the thing is dead as well, which is well, the blood uh, appears he's dead. But I confused you because in Resident Evil Zero, set people on fire have, or something, you have yeah. to burn the zombies to get rid of them yeah. completely, or even once they're down, they can reanimate when you come back to that area after a certain amount of time. It's a pain in the fucking ass because a, a big part of this game is inventory management, so yeah. you have to figure out what can fit in your inventory. That's why I was helping you so much at the start because, like, you can lock the game practically so that you can't pick up another item because in yeah. this game, you can't drop anything. Resident Evil Zero, right? You can drop stuff on the floor, right? Which yeah. is handy because there's a part in that game in the train, right? And I just dropped everything in that carriage. You go through and do something, bang, bang, bang. You go back and treat it like an item box. It's just on the floor. The game remembers it. Um, but in this, you can only use the item boxes in the save room. And before you get to the save room you're at, you can fuck it up so that you don't have space in your inventory and you can't use any of the items because they're locked behind the the place where the, the that you've got to, you know, with the key now. Oh, my God. You, you know, you use the key. We'll get to that. But you know how you use the key now, right? you can fill up your inventory so you don't have space to, to get the key to progress to get to the item box. So unless you've got usables, like there is a way to completely lock it. So it's like, well, I need to restart my game now because I, I can't drop anything. So that's that's just an edge thing with the game. But I'm glad you, I'm really glad you played it. But Resident Evil Zero, I think, I never completed Resident Evil Zero. It's a cool concept because you're playing as Bravo Team because... Um, Obviously, in the original as well, Bravo Team, you're, in, you're trying to find out what happened to them. Yeah. Um, or was it Alpha Team? Bravo Team, that's no, Bravo Team. And you get to meet Rebecca Chambers 
in this one. I think you do, and she's the one that you play as in Zero. Okay. So it's pretty cool, but it's it's not necessary. I would say if you do really want to play it, play it before you move on to the remake of Two, because these games, even the way you're playing it, like see, once you get used to the shooting, you, it's not like a thirty forty hour game. Do you know what I mean? Like it's maximum. Like it does. <laughs> the, the funny thing is, you did take a lot longer than I thought. Like because like that, I've seen you playing Bloodborne recently. This isn't as hard as Bloodborne, but like in the the front of the manor, that's like. And I described it to you. When you go to the supermarket, you know you're going into the supermarket, right? So you don't... You've seen the movie of Resident Evil, so you can kind of imagine what's going to happen without me spoiling it. But the part you're at just now is just like the front part where you pick up your basket. And you took so long at that part. And I'm like... And then, like, the, we'll go to the key bit. I will say now, when you looked and I went, oh, it's not in your inventory. And you still persisted on. And then Fraser said, do you have something that looks like a key? And you're like, used to our trolls. And I'm like, we told you that it was, that you didn't have it. Like, <laughs> So so I, I, I was thinking that you were telling me that the item, uh, that I didn't need an item because it's like, uh, it's not in your inventory. Like it's just in the, in the room. And I'm like, no, okay, I said it's not in your inventory. <laughs> So I didn't realize that I had to go back. So I spent a good, like, I don't know, half an hour half just hour. trying to solve, like, that key puzzle without having the right item to be able to actually solve the puzzle. Oh, my God. And then yeah, David said, we should just call it Ali walks Andy through Resident Evil. And Fraser's like, do you know how long Andy would have took by now if Ali wasn't helping him? But how like, like, iconic is it a game? Like, guys like D-Sonic can do this for a lot of games, but I can't. But how iconic is it for a game, Andy, that I can walk you through parts like that just from oh, yeah. memory? Like, and like uh, Jam Elias, like he he jumped into the, the stream for a wee bit as well. He, and last night, like, he, he would have been able to talk me through the game as well. I know he's played it many, many times, but like obviously I've never played it before. I'm like, I don't have like any, I don't know any spoilers. I've never looked up the game or anything like that before. If I was playing it, like if I'd been playing it, not streaming it, then I would have just Googled what to do, which would have been less fun, I think. It's, I think it's more fun and it feels less like cheating if one of your friends tells you, like, like as you're uh, playing it. Yeah, that. so like, that's like sitting in the couch with me and you, and I go, "Oh, try down that door," because that's what would happen. Yeah, like it's more like it's more like it's more like a hint rather than yeah. like you. Here's like the guide of what you do, and like fucking eighteen paragraphs of like do this, do this, do this, do this. Like we're like I'm trying to go around and discover stuff, and like if I can't work it out, then someone's going like, "Oh, you should try this." Like here's a hint. Like okay, this is the super easy mode. Easy mode. <laughs> yeah, it is Andy. It is. Like, honestly, Find it a different save if you don't believe me. I found it so hard, like honestly, so hard. It's the and like I would have probably worked out the puzzles eventually, right? Um, but like the shooting, just I found that very difficult to kill the zombies. Oh yeah, the shooting. I think you're gonna go, you're gonna go on a lot better with Resi Two remake. Um, that's a lot of people's favorite. For me, the third one was always my favourite, but Resident Evil 2 remake is so solid. The, the remake of 2 is better than the remake of 3, I'll say that right now, even though I've not finished the remake of 2. To tell you the truth, I've not finished the remake of 1. <laughs> Some of this I'm basing off of... The old game, yeah. The original game, but 90% of the puzzles in this, Andy, are different. Oh, they're different, okay. Oh, they've ch they changed it. So, like... Um, the first time I ever finished Resident Evil, you missed it on your stream, wasn't PlayStation. I finished it on the DS, which 
a fucking achievement and a half for them to get Resident Evil 1 on the DS. That was a great version of it. Um, I did then finish the director's cut um, on the PlayStation 1. Yeah. Um, but I've never finished the remake. I've got it on Switch, PS3, <laughs> Xbox 360, PS4. Like, got it in every console. I even had it on the Wii at one point because they brought out a Wii Classics version of it, I think. Um, but yeah, like, I've never finished Resident Evil 1 remake. Yeah, um, but yeah, like overall, I'm I'm enjoying it so far. Like the two, the two big for you. Sorry, sorry. My point was, I was like, where was I going with that? And I always do this, I drown out, and I'm like, where was I meant to go? So for you, this is the optimal way of playing the first game. Oh, yeah, There's sure. no better way to play it, absolutely. But obviously, for me now, like every time I think, do you know what? I'm going to go in and play this again. It's like I know what's going to happen. I know the story. I know this is like a remake, and don't get me wrong, I've got further in the remake than than you're at just now. But like there will come a point where I'm like, oh, I haven't. Well, what I haven't well. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first, like, let's be honest. The first time I finished Resi, it was probably twenty hours, maybe. Yeah. So and we'll, like, we'll, we'll see how I get on. Like the, the only the, the parts to, like that I'm really struggling with with the game is like the save mechanic. Do not fucking like that. I hate that. Five um, That was a whole. I know, I don't like it. Like, you scratch the fuck out my eye there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the save mechanic and the, the shooting. The shooting is terrible, which is going to give me issues with bullets later in the game, I'm sure. It's not good, but it, it, it adds to the tension when you know if I get attacked, I've got to fucking compose myself in game <laughs> and in life to shoot get, this I, guy. If I get attacked, I'm dead. <laughs> like, it's that simple. It's uh, it, like it's only okay just now because the enemies are fucking slow. I guarantee they'll get fast later in the game and I'll be fucked. Not in this one. Okay, that's fine. I can get through the game, then. That's fine. I was definitely. They don't get. They don't get much. There's things faster than the zombies, but like the dogs. Yeah, the dogs are probably the fastest. I think the dogs are the fastest thing in the game. As far as my like, I can't remember the last time I played Resi. I know that you're going to get to a bit where you have to fight Plant Forty Two. Oh, okay. Okay. And that's a puzzle because it's chemical based and stuff to try and kill the thing. Um, and I don't want to spoil anything more of because you, you've generally not played these games. I and I personally, this one does have the cheat. They all get kind of a cheesy story, but this one like is the one that sets them all up. It tells you who's doing what, who's working for who. You're going to find out who survived. Obviously, you said last night in the stream, Chris survives to eight. That's what you said. How do you know it's the same Chris? Oh, I don't like. I just assume. Nah, never like, assume. It does look very different, to be fair. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see. I don't. I'm. I'm just throwing things at you. Just, to, I don't yeah. want anything ruined for you. Like, I'm not saying it's like a masterpiece Metal Gear Solid Final Fantasy VII story, but to me, it is. Do you know what I mean? But like, to many others, it's like throwaway Hollywood garbage almost. But I, I love the story of Resident Evil. Like, I've got the books that tie in the stories in between them, but I don't think you're going to get that deep into the lore. I think you just want to finish them up to seven so you can play eight, basically. I'll, I'll play, like, I want to play the games, like, because I've, I, I kind of, re I've realised when I played the medium, right, that, like, it was kind of scary, but, like, I was manageable enough. And, like, if I can manage that, like, I can manage other games. And, like, I've, I've definitely shot myself out of playing a lot of games because they're, like, yeah. they've got a horror vibe. Gee. You've missed I'm, out. Yeah, I missed out on probably hundreds of games, and like obviously, I played, I played bits and pieces of horror games here and there. Like I played Outlast for for the streaming. Like 
although that was, Resident Evil. Resident Evil is the daddy of. I know, I know, but like that's why I'm that's why I'm going to Resident Evil. Like obviously, I played I played out last of that streaming. Like it was fucking terrifying for like an hour and a half or two hours. But like, or I, I can't remember how long I played it for. But like after a while, like after I worked out like what the game was and like where the scales were coming, how to avoid them and stuff. Like I got used to it. and It was fine. So I'm like, yeah, if I can just kind of apply that to like this game, then I'll be fine. Like. Like the area I'm in now, I'm or well at the beginning, I'm like I kind of I know where everything is, like you know, yeah. there's no other zombies coming, like it's fine. Well, the, the zombies. Right now, anyway. <laughs> but like, the cool thing is, like Resident Evil Five, even like Mia Fraser or something, we can jump on and rush you through yeah. that because Five is bad, but because of Six, Six makes Five look good in retrospective. Five is not really a game you want to play with the AI companion anyway, because I've told you before, if you hand her your rocket launcher, she'll fire it at a standard zombie's it's, face. It's sex in co-op, no? I think it is in parts. You don't mm -hmm. need co-op in sex. Right. But Five's 100% designed from the ground up for somebody mm -hmm. to play as that other character. That's how I played it. Um, and like that's one you want to get through. And like sex by sex, you'll be like, Oh man, of, of one to four, what, well, yeah, one to four, like that was tough. And then I got five and then six, like this is easy. And then you get hit with seven in the face. But are you going to be, here's, here's my question, right? I would say you're skipping. Oh, we lost, we lost Ali. I think he swiped his keyboard. Um, so he was saying that I'm skipping, I'm probably, yeah, I'm just skipping zero. Yeah, zero will be. So I'd, I'd that was my, yeah. my mouse pad. So yeah, you're skipping zero, right? Yeah, Wait, yeah, I'm not it's, it's not necessary. But are you going to play Code Veronica? I mean, so is is there a modern version of that? Is it on PS4? There's it's it's called the HD, but it, it's it's is not it, a remake. Is it, worth, is it worth playing? Like I know so it's the the I remember the box. So here's here's the thing, like Veronica. <sighs> Because it, PlayStation had a deal or something that they wanted, they, Fred would be able to tell you more, that they had to have the numbered one. So Nemesis was meant to be the spin-off. Veronica was meant to be three. Hmm. Nemesis is a shorter game than this one and two. Um, I, I prefer Nemesis, the original. Anyway. Um, but Veronica is like a meaty, meaty game, very much in the vein of this one. Hmm. I think it, <laughs> it is a step back because you're playing a PS2 slash Dreamcast game. They have HDIs that a bit, but you could miss it. You could skip it. But <laughs> I would say that's more relevant story-wise than, than Zero. Zero, you can you don't need to know really at all, apart because you kind of find out what happens to Rebecca during Resident Evil 1. It's just you don't see the events over getting to that point. But um, Veronica, yeah, you, because after 1, Chris goes away. Jill, obviously, three starts right after one, right? So the first half of three is set before Leon even gets to Raccoon City. And then the second half of three, when, sorry, minor spoilers, when Jill wakes up, Claire and Leon's fucked the city, well, they've not fucked the city up, but they've, they've, set, they've set the timer, we'll say, right? So you wake up after that, so three kind of happens straight away after one, and then two happens. So Claire comes to look for Chris because no one knows where he is. That's Claire's Chris's sister. Jill, like I said, she escapes the city in three, right? Or do, it depends how you play it. But, well, if you finish the game, she escapes. <laughs> so then 
Claire then doesn't find her brother, obviously, after two, because Chris isn't in the city. So she still wants to find him, and that's where Veronica kicks off, and it's like, where the fuck is Chris? So you're playing as Claire. Mm. Whereas three was more of like reusing... Well, it wasn't reusing at all. Well, it, did, it, kind of re, it didn't reuse anything, but it set in the city, so you're kind of playing in the same zone as two, more or less. The remake feels a lot different. Um, so it's kind of... Three does feel like the side story, if you if you want my honest opinion, Veronica's a tough game though, like really tough. There's a sucky tyrant fight in a plane. Do you know what? Let's let's set it here, right? Revelations, you can kind of miss them as well. That's Jill, like um, looking for Chris. But you need to play one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Just stay with the main line. Like it's going to be easier for you. Get through those. I'll be very happy. Like I think. You're gonna breathe. I know you could do five and six. Like you can play, you can play Gears of War. You can finish five. You can finish yeah. six. Four, four. You could probably do without much help, right? Because that was the first sort of change in the direction of Resi. But one, I think you're gonna be stuck at most of all. Yeah. One's gonna be the <laughs> tough one for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so so far, that's definitely the experience I've had. But uh, like, I've, I'm enjoying the game. It's cool. Um, so we'll, we'll see how I get on. Um, like I do, like I do like the vibe though. So I do want to see these through. And like, like seven looks fucking terrifying to me. Um, seven, but, right? So let me be uh, honest, right? Did you feel atmosphere and kind of nervy playing one because you looked like you were a bit yeah. not scared, but oh, definitely, yeah. It's right. it's it's definitely a creepy vibe in, in that so mansion for sure. This this is why I sent you the things. Two is scarier mm. than one. Scary. I I didn't find any of the resi scary up until seven. So I played the I played the demo of two. Like remember the limited demo there? It's like ten minutes or something. And like yeah. I definitely got that vibe there. But the, the graphics are really fucking good in that game. Different like, level. Yeah. I gave them best graphics the year it came out. I think so. Seven scary. Like I struggled to play that nighttime scary. But one to six, I don't find scary at all. So you're going to struggle with seven. Like if you're apprehensive for one. This is what I'm saying. Like, so I think for seven, like, what, if if and when I can get to that, right? Like, you're I'll, getting to seven. I'll play it in VR, right? And I'll do, <laughs> it, I'll do, and I'll do it as like a fucking charity stream or something like that. Would be fun. I don't think you'll be able to play the whole game in VR. Like, I generally don't. It's hard enough to play. I feel with the controller. Never mind playing it in VR. I mean, I'll try it in VR. Like that's yeah. that's a lot. Like, but so yeah. I, 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 on. like Resident Evil is like probably the biggest game that's in VR I would say yeah I'd say so Count, not counting Skyrim obviously but yeah well I mean like the, the biggest game that's like had like a built for VR version that's not like a it's not like a, yeah like an after not even an afterthought like a rebuilt version of the game like because even like Skyrim I've watched people play it in VR and it looks pish like I'd nice. never I, I would hate to play that in VR it looks terrible but like the Resident Evil like it looks like it fucking makes sense in VR like even though yeah, it's gonna to add to the immersion and make it scarier. Maybe I'll maybe I should buy that fucking candle, make it all four D. <laughs> like really? they're still not they're still not revealed whether eight has VR or not. Like there's no reason why it can't for the PS4 version. To be honest, yeah, I think it does. Um, but yeah, seven seven yeah, like the the candle and everything, the blood scented candle and yeah. stuff. You could light it or. But yeah, outside of that, like the only other things I played were like multiplayer-ish things with yeah with yourself. Nice. So yeah, um, 
we're 10 minutes over our actual time because Andy was a yappy bastard this week. So that's all we've got time for. I'm on joke. Um, no, I wasn't sure what Ali's talking about. <laughs> so this week, before I, Andy didn't tell, I've been telling Andy to play Resi like for weeks now, since, well, for about a week. Since he, um, like every day for a week. That's why it's felt puzzled. Basically, basically, since I said, I really like the medium. <laughs> and you were like, play Resi. <laughs> mm, I didn't. You opened that conversation okay. because I, I wouldn't suggest it to you because you've always said no. Like, you were like, what Resi's got the most puzzles? <laughs> well, I want to play the puzzle ones and then seeing you at what you called the puzzle was moving a dresser. <laughs> Come on. You got to the first puzzle and you did get it done eventually but um the um the the wait for you was too much for me so resi 3 which is you know i bought on xbox and didn't really touch i played a bit of it it was cool um i sunk some time into it before you started resi i was meant to be playing it i'm halfway through the game um i'm at a fight with nemesis that's not really a spoiler because he's the key antagonist in the game i mean so the original game is like titled Resi 3 Nemesis. So. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Nemesis in this pursues you a lot more than I remember. Well, no, he doesn't. I tell a lie. He pursues you less. It's just because they've changed it, it comes out at different places that you don't expect. Like, the starting area of this game is different. Like, Resident Evil 2 started you different. Because um, uh, in Resident Evil 2, you start in the gas station, which is where you usually meet Claire in the cutscene in the first one. And Resi 3, I don't remember the exact starting place, but I know it wasn't in Jill's apartment in the city, so that was pretty cool to see. And it starts you out in Resident Evil 7 view, like first person, and it kind of like tricks you as if that's what you're going to be playing it as. Uh, so Resi 3, I know I'm at the halfway point. Uh, slight spoilers, they've gave Nemesis a fucking flamethrower. So, like, he doesn't need a flamethrower. He... There was a part where I had to get from the substation to the subway offices. Nemesis comes out. So I'm running away from him, like Mr. X is in Resi 2. He pursues yeah. you in that. So, like, in the original, like, from my recollection, Nemesis couldn't fucking jump in front of you if you were going too fast when he get pissed off. Yeah. In this, he can. And it's not just a jump and then stop. He jumps and kind of skids on his haunches and then comes straight at you again. He's got a fucking... Phew, like venom style thing that comes out like of his hand now um so i get to the subway station he nearly kills me right and uh i duck under the subway station he clips through the wall and punches me and i'm like you bastard like i've got to now use my health potion however in this one you don't have the ink ribbons like you do and um like fuck <laughs> so they've cut a lot out this game and i've read i didn't read not that I care about spoilers because I've played it, but I know there's some differences. Um, you can finish Resi 3 Remake in four to six hours, Andy. Mm, okay. That's how short it is. Um, it takes me three times as long as that, but okay. So I've done the main section in Raccoon City. I've done the sewers. I... The hardest part for me just now is inventory management. Like, I keep getting your items, and it's like, I don't have fucking space. You still need to use the item box. I found two hip pouches, which expands my inventory. Um, See, that's cool. Yeah. I like that, like, like, being able to expand it. I take it you don't get that in Resident Evil 1? No. None that I, not that I can remember. In 2, you do. In 2, you can, as far as I know. Um, but, yeah, like, Resi 3 it looks amazing. I don't care if it's that short. I'm still really enjoying it, but... I've seen they've cut out the water treatment plant, um, which was a tough, tough puzzle, and they've cut out like entire areas. I didn't read too much into it, but 
it's it's short like compared to what the other ones are like resi 2 is definitely like a 20 hour game 100 percent 20 hour game um or more and plus you've got two playthroughs of resi 2 it's not just like gel and chris are just campaigns yeah yeah completely different campaigns because they're in different parts of the city and obviously they cross over like at certain parts and like the cool thing on the original playstation was it was two discs and it remembered what items you've picked up so if you ended up in a place that leon was at that item's not going to be there because leon's used it right but you might be able to get to some items that leon couldn't in his do you know what i mean like so it goes that way it goes and swings around about but like i said resi 3 i'm really fucking enjoying it so i got to this boss fight with nemesis chased me up a whole construction site he's got his flamethrower and basically it's like run away from him like there's an electrical box shoot him and then grenade launcher at him fine i'm okay with that right so i got him to the point where he's now walking faster because he's pissed off and i'm like last hit to kill him last hit to kill him he goes like that with the flamethrower i aim to shoot at the electrical box it turns out he fired up like a rain shower of flames almost because that's an ability that a flamethrower can do <laughs> and like it burned me and she goes ah, ah and her um animation for getting hit is fucking annoying especially when nemesis is chasing you because it takes a few more frames than you want it to before you can start running and he can catch you by that point and this as well the flames ah, 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 i went to move and by the time i've moved there's flames next to me and like yeah. he burned me and i'm like Oh, I've got to start this fight all over again. So I just turned it off at that point. Luckily, there was a save just before the boss. Um, you know it's coming because he's chasing you all the way up. And then there's one final save point. But it was just that that felt like a cheap shot move to me. Yeah. Um, the fact that like I realized, shit, and I couldn't move because by that point, it flooded the whole area with flames. And I was like, I've got to accept death here. Um, but yeah, really, really good, man. Like The remakes look phenomenal. Like Really, really good games. Really really good really really good I keep saying that but they um they're now obviously the only way to now really play resi unless you're a diehard i need to play the original with the tank controls which only sadish would really want to do these days because gaming's changed control schemes have changed like you said andy and um even the remake of the first one feels a bit antiquated like i think if you're not playing it in the next five years you need to wait for that to be remade because it's going to feel really old by that point um there are fans of it that absolutely love it and they swear by it. Not for me. I move with the times and as long as you can keep the same vibe and they've managed with Resi 2 and 3. Yeah. Um, sad thing is M2, who done a lot of Sega ports for the 3DS from what I remember, yeah. the 3D ones, they were, on, they were working on Resi 3 and they get rushed for a deadline to have it out the year after 2, which to me was unnecessary, but I think that was a mistake by Capcom saying yearly Resident Evil games. No. Do you know why it would have been though? Like It's because they obviously planned to release 8, like this, this year, year. yeah, three was last year. A gap, and eight. No, no, it's not even the gap. I don't think they just didn't want to release three and eight in the same year. But they could have released three next year. Yeah, they could have done that. Yeah, just have patience. Don't yeah. rush things out the door. So it's not ruined it, but it's removed a lot. Do you know what I mean from the game? And the game still feels bigger because obviously you've got the expansive cameras. Yeah. You've got a better scale of like verticality, you know, that way where everything feels bigger um, and the camera angles and stuff. And they've changed it up enough. It feels new. Uh, it feels a bit more actiony, not quite five actiony. Do you know what I mean? Maybe more along the lines of four where it kind of just changed it slightly from the Resident Evil formula. Uh, really good though. And it's on sale just now. I picked it up for like 16 bucks on the PSN, which is brown. It comes with the multiplayer mode as well, which I tried called uh, Resident Evil Resistance. And that is, um, 
is it resistant? Yeah, it's resistant. So it's like instead of mercenaries, which was the original one, which was better, you either play as like the I think it's the taskmaster or the survivors. So you you've got it's online, so you've got like four guys that are trying to escape. You've got one guy that's controlling the whole area. And it reminded me of Fable Legends, the beat I was in, where one guy controlled the traps and stuff in the area. So yeah. you're through a monitor and each character, the bad guy you choose, has got a different like tyrant. So one might have Mr. X, one's got Nemesis, one's got William Birkin, one's got like just a standard tyrant. And that's your special move, but you have to wait on a timer and you have to like try and trap the survivors by like booby trapping doors they're going to press to electrocute them, setting out zombies at the right chance so that they'll surprise them, you know, um, and sending out tyrants and things like that to slow them down. To you have to prevent their escape, and it's pretty, it's a cool idea and concept, but for me, it doesn't work. Like the new Resident Evil, the one that I've been playing, um, Reverse and uh, yeah. Beta, um, that's the multiplayer for eight. It's a bit cooler because it's kind of like deathmatch. But again, for me, the multiplayer that worked for Resident Evil was Operation Raccoon City, which is phenomenal for me anyway, or um, the Outbreak series, where you, you don't play as one of these super cops or like fucking like guys that have got rocket launchers in their pocket. You play as a citizen who's got like... 